0: what's going on Bulls fans welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls century your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related on today's episode we're going to talk another update that's come down about Lonzo Ball just kind of adding a little bit of clarity to it and we're going to actually talk about why Lonzo Ball being out may be the best time for Billy Donovan and the coaching staff to develop certain parts of other players games we'll get into all that plus Robert Sarver selling the Suns right after this You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. We all got the news that I think a lot of us were expecting yesterday. We dropped a video on it. We talked about it. And that's Lonzo Ball having another surgery. Um, And, you know, the timeline, they said it will be reevaluated in four to six weeks. Well, Dr. Evan Jeffries has come out. Uh, He's the owner of Evolving Motion Physical Therapy and and a sports injury therapist. And he says this, um, that it's more than likely going to take longer than six weeks for uh, Lonzo Ball to return. Can't rush him back and risk it being aggravated again. So we already know Lonzo Ball seems to be a a player that heals more slowly than the projected timeline anyway. We could be looking at Lonzo Ball not being back ready by January. Now, that's just kind of it is what it is at this point. Uh, We've had the conversation on who steps up, what the style of play is going to be, Who's going to be that starting point guard? Is it going to be Io? Is it going to be Caruso? Is it going to be uh, uh, Goran Dragic? There's an argument to really be made for all of them. For Io, it could. It's very well that he stepped up. He's the. He's a young player. He can offer some offense and defensive versatility. Um, it could be Alex Caruso, who is the defensive lockdown player that he is. Um, he, he's he's a veteran. He comes in and do some things. And then there's an argument also that people are making for Goran Dragic. Well, I don't subscribe to it, but the argument for Goran Dragic. He's a veteran. He can come in. He can play a role. He can run a team. Even though his defense is slipping a lot over the last part of his season, that is why I think you go with I.O. Or Caruso, I think I.O. is going to be the better fit there um, because Goran Dragic. Yeah, you put him in a lineup with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. You need more defense on the And Nikola Vucevic. You need more defense on that lineup. Part of the reason that the Bulls' um, defense did fail at times is that the guards were getting blown by and putting their bigs in awkward positions. So I do think looking at what I.O. did defensively and Caruso, but I, I, I'm putting my money on I.O. Desumu. Now, one of the reasons as well that I want to talk about why it's not all doom and gloom. I'm not saying that it, nobody. Let's be clear. Nobody on this roster replicates exactly what Lonzo Ball gives you. It's going to be point guard by committee. Nobody gives you the shooting he gives you. Nobody gets you the 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 defense he gives you. Um, combine the pushing out in, in transition, the fast break, things like that. The, the court vision. It's not not any one player on the Chicago Bulls team that gives you all of those things that Lonzo Ball gives you. Now, I do think that this team is in a position to where they can and will right? They'll have to figure it out. And, and whether the storm wilds going out. Now, one thing that could be said, I think a lot of beans made is what point guard do we see come in here and play and step up? But the one thing that that we can use this time to develop is one of the things that me, Winton Mahorn, a couple of other uh, fans in the chat that have been saying is this gives you an opportunity to possibly develop the, the point forward skills of a Patrick Williams. And I'm not saying you come into the season and you let him completely run the offense or anything like that. You want to develop, but you can use more of those opportunities we know that we've we've barely scratched the surface of Io Desumu's offensive game. And you still do want to see Io develop that point guardsmanship. Shout out to Big Dave on that one. And and the way that he runs a team, that he his court division is passing, uh, things like that. But one thing that we've always seen with Patrick Williams, when he's the most dangerous, is when he has the balls in his Oh wow. That was a pause moment. When he has the ball in his hands. Um, is, is at the times where we've seen Patrick Williams be more dangerous is that he does have that po- point forward uh, ability. And so if you develop that, it really does free up kind of what else you need out there. And yeah, DeMar's still going to do a lot of the ball handling. Zach's still going to do a lot of the ball handling. But in in a sense, I understand the, the the thought and idea of, hey, you have veterans in Alice Caruso and Goran Dragic, maybe you go to them to run the point guard. But as we're trying to develop more things of Patrick Williams' game and season, that if he comes season, and this is on him as well, if he comes into training camp showing that he has the ability to be ready to do that, if he's showing that aggressively, if he's showing, hey, yeah, let's play a little bit more things through Patrick Williams, I think it opens up this Bulls team and it puts you in a better situation in the long term if you use this opportunity to try to start developing those skills of Patrick Williams that seem to already be there. We've seen the surface of it. We haven't really gotten to see it at a high level, at a high usage rate, we haven't really gotten to see. It. We talked about it here. Patrick Williams has only had 18 games in his NBA career in which he's had double-digit shot attempts. But this isn't even about the shot attempts, right? This isn't about that. I do think that Patrick Williams has been a little bit more aggressive when you when you do that type of thing. But I'm more so saying you let him do some of the half-court offense type things. You let Zach play off the ball. You let Demar play off the ball. You even if Io is that play, and it works with either Io, Alex Crusoe, or Goran Dragic. If you start developing that with Patrick Williams, and my thought process behind that is this, is that with, Gor- with Goran Drogic, him being able to come off screens and pin downs, we know the shooting ability that he does have, he's not really the breakdown somebody off the dribble type point guard, so when you when you uh, allow him to play more off the ball, as we see, saw him do in Miami, keep in mind, uh, Jimmy Butler did a lot of the ball handling down there in Miami, when you allow Goran Drogic to play off the ball, he is a more dangerous scorer. In the bubble, Goran Dragic averaged 19.9 points per game because of things like that. He was starting as well. So it, it can open up that part of the game. When you look at Io DeSumo, him being able to, uh, the defensive player that he is, being able to come back, not have to handle a lot of the ball handling, coming off screens as well, working on the shot, getting more of that Illinois-type Io Sumu that we saw I, I like the I like the idea and the thought and the concept behind it. Now it does it. It takes a lot for it to come to fruition. I'm not saying this is going to be this automatic thing where you just flip a switch and all of a sudden Patrick Williams is this great point forward. But maybe, just maybe, you allow this time through training camp, through preseason, to see what Patrick Williams can give you in doing more of the running of the offense as a point forward, and then you kind of play off that. You maybe make your determination off that. Alex Cruz also last season was one of our best players off the ball as far as moving without the ball, things like that. So it's just a thought process. I'm not saying that it's like this fully formed idea that it's like, hey, you should absolutely freaking do this. But you guys know, I'm very high on the fact that I, I, I do think that Io DeSumo should be the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls um, in the next season. That's just my personal opinion. That's something that I think. Um, but I'm, I, 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 I can honestly admit, too, that I can see the other things that people say and and see, like, they want to see Goran Dragic, or they want to see Alex Cruz. So there's a lot of different options that the Chicago Bulls do have, and they're going to figure it out. They're going to use training camp to figure it out. Io, to assume we been putting in tons of work this offseason. I do think he's going to be poised and ready to go. And also, you know, and the only thing that I disagree with is this. there's some, very few, right? This is not a huge community, but a very small part of the Bulls community is that it's like artificially limit Io so you don't have to pay him as much. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. You get out here, you put him in the best situation. If he ends up get being the one that gives you the best situation to win, you put him out there, you let him work it out, you let him figure it out. And I do think that that's the where the bulls are going to go. But hopefully, just hopefully, we start seeing...
1: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you.
0: As I've been saying, the one thing that I want to see from the coaching staff and Billy Donovan specifically is just a little bit better usage of players and their specific skills, and that is something that we do want to see. It bodes well for the future of Patrick Williams. It bodes well for getting him and and teaching him to be more aggressive by him having the ball in in his hands, having to be the one to make certain decisions. Again, I'm not saying you rely your whole offense and all of a sudden we're just this team that runs everything through Patrick Williams, but it allows you, I think, to develop that part of his game. But let me know what you guys think about that one down below. But again, making the case for to Desumu. Uh, but one thing that we did get out, Daniel Greenberg tw- uh, tweeted this, and this was afterwards. This is something bright side after Alonzo Ball News. It's, it says, um, I'm told that Zach Levine has added several things to his game this offseason and has looked really good in scrimmages. A player that has seen Zach train this offseason tells me that he finally feels like he's 100% healthy. Now, a fully healthy Zach Levine has been a dangerous player offensively. I've 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 said that I want to see him take that step up defensively uh, not to be a, all of a sudden a lockdown defender or anything like that, but just to in, improve that defensive rating. When Zach Levine was out there with Alonzo Ball, he had one of the highest defensive ratings of his career during that stretch of time. Now, we didn't get to see a lot of that in Zach being fully healthy, but there is a there is a really good defender in Zach Levine. We've seen it in stretches. We've seen it on possessions. We've seen it. Hopefully, he, set, he takes that step up, but having a fully locked and loaded Zach Levine, Do not be surprised to see Zach Levine average 28 or 29 points per game on high efficiency as he always has done. And finally, be that 50, 40, 90 player over the course of a full season, not just a stretch, but Zach Levine stepping his game up big time as well as development of other players are going to help us over the course of the season, especially help us while we're waiting on Lonzo Ball to get fully healthy and this team to be a fully healthy basketball team. So hopefully those things continue. And yeah, it's good to hear that Zach Levine is making steps. He's adding things to his game. That's what you want to see from a $215 million player. Um, And Zach Levine does take, he doesn't take the contract as something like, I finally got my money, I'm good. He's taking it as saying, hey, I need to step up. I need to live up to this contract. I have to step myself up to live up to this every single day. And I hope we continue to see that from Zach Levine as this team continues to be built around him. And he's going to be here for a very long time. So hopefully we do see that in that in that continued development for Zach Levine next season. Now, before we go, with the thing, I, I am going to talk a little bit about the Robert Sarver thing. I'm going to touch on that briefly towards the end. But a lot of the Io drew Holiday comparisons, I've always said, hey, let's not go into that a little bit too much. But last night on Locked on Bulls, when we were streaming, I came, I uncovered something that I just, I wanted to see. So Drew Holiday's, for example, his rookie year, he played 73 games, 51 games played, shooting from the field, 39% shooting from three, 2.6 rebounds, 3.8 assists, 8 points per game. Io rookie season, this is is weird, 77 games played, 40 starts, 52% shooting from the field, 37% from from, uh, three-point range, 2.8 rebounds, 3.3 assists, and 8.8 points per game. Now, Drew Holiday in his second season stepped up. He came into a team that had Allen Iverson and Andre Iguodala. Iverson was gone by that second season. He stepped it up. He averaged 14 points per game, 6 assists, and 4 rebounds, and started all 82 games. While we're looking at Io DeSumo possibly being that starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls this season, I would love to see an increase like this for Io Sumu and him to continue that. It's it's Listen, I, I just can't wait to see what the player Io DeSumo, I'm very high on Io DeSumo as a player, as I'm sure most of you guys know by now. And I hope that this continues and just Iota Sumu just continues to show everything. And PER again, uh Drew Holiday's PER is rookie season, 12.36. Iodasumu's PER his his rookie season, 11.23 They are very similar players. Even the usage rate, Drew Holiday actually had a higher usage rate at 18.5. Iodasumu last season 14.5. So the the, the 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 there's enough to point to that, right? And if in this time that Io DeSumo may be the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls we truly see that Drew Holiday comparisons come more to light and to truth I think we're going to be okay waiting on Lonzo Ball to come back and and Lonzo listen when any player that's going to be out as long at this point when he comes back he'll be out of basketball for about 10 or 11 months when he does come back he's going to initially come off the bench and is still going to be starting now, I do expect Lonzo to to take that starting point guard role back I want him to but this is a good time to develop certain things, in I would assume to really see what we have in him, and he's in a prime position before he has to sign a contract extension this summer, so all good things there. But let's talk about this Robert Sarver nonsense. So, as we said, once PayPal threatened to pull out, we knew that this team was going to be sold. I said and speculated that once you start affecting the money, things start changing. While the NBA did not take away Robert Sarver's team, the money did make it have to be that robert Sarver sold the team so he announced yesterday he will be uh, selling the phoenix sun and phoenix mercury and he came out with this words that i deeply regret now overshadow nearly two decades of building organizations that brought people together and strengthened the phoenix area though the unifying power of professionals through the unifying uh power of professionals men's and women's basketball as a man of faith i believe in atonement and the path to forgiveness. I expected that the commissioner's one-year suspension would provide the time for me to focus, make amends, and remove my personal controversy from the teams that I have come—that I and so many fans have come to love. But in our current unforgiving climate, it has become painfully clear that it is no longer possible that whatever good I have done or still could do, listen, I don't care. At the end of the day, you sold the team because you were an idiot and you did something that was wrong. You got proven to be, to make racist-type comments and to be a bigot and a misogynist and you own a women's and men's basketball team. It's time. It, you, you, it was The writing was on the wall. The culture at this point, right, as far as PayPal pulling out, everything, your, your own uh, minority owners, they, they wanted you out. They wanted Robert Sarver out. They didn't want to associate that. In this day and age, you can blame it on cancel culture. You can try to blame that all you want. But at the end of the day, it came back to your actions and what you did. So Robert Sarver selling the team is the best thing for everybody involved It's the best thing for the players is and hopefully Robert and the Phoenix Suns have been a team that haven't liked to spend a lot of money even though they are on the precipice of being a championship team you hear them trying to sell away jo, uh, Jay Crowder things like that this team and it's going to be a while it's not going to be anything that I don't think you're going to hear a new owner announced tomorrow but once it is happening you may get an owner in there now if you're a Phoenix Suns fans that is willing to spend more money to keep this team together So we'll see how it works out. At the end of the day, this is what I thought, and I said it in my initial video about Robert Sarver. It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be, and I definitely thought that he was going to be at some point forced to sell a team because of the the money that was going to be infected, and that's exactly what happened. Let me know what you guys think of everything down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail to sound off about this, Lonzo, anything else? Who do you think steps up? What do you think about developing Patrick Williams and his point forward skills over the course of this time of Lonzo Ball being out? Let me know all that down below or and you can also send that voicemail in 773-270-2799. Thank you for being the best part of Chicago Bulls Central and like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace y'all.